And in case you forgot, we are Somewhat Nerdy Radio. No, we're not. We're not. We're on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. In the case you forgot, we are... Your other opening was better. <laughs> Nerds of the Square Circle. We are your hosts. I am Star of Chris. And I'm Sam Kiss. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. It's been a while. It's been... It's been a minute. It's been a good while. It's we, been a minute. We were gone, then we came back briefly, had a cup of coffee, and then we're gone again. Uh, I had a kid. Congratulations. So I was, you didn't even give me... I was going to throw it to you, no, and then... But I you're so proud. Congratulations. I, I, had a, I had a boy. I'm sure you're happy about that, too. I, I'm pretty happy about it. Can yeah. you admit to the world now that you wanted a boy? Because you were trying to convince me pretty hard. Oh, I definitely wanted didn't. a boy. Yeah, there you go. So. Yeah. We already had two girls. So. I got two girls, and now I got a boy. But I do have a third kid, so that's been kind of taking up uh, yeah. all the podcast time. Mm-hmm. Literally every waking moment. I'm about to have one, too, so that's been stressful. <sighs> we'll have we'll be out again probably in the next couple months. Because Sam's got to go have a kid, so uh, it's okay. selfish. I'm going to get married, too. So we have um we missed a lot of wrestling. I mean, we we missed talking about it. I yeah, guess. I've been, watching, I've been everything. watching everything. Yeah. I've actually had a lot of time to watch wrestling. So yeah. I mean, I'm caught up on everything right now. Just swallow the baby, and then while the baby's sleeping, it. just watch New Japan. This kid is going to be all about New Japan when mm-hmm. he gets older. Um, you before... are so about faced from around this time last year with New Japan. So at this time last year, I would have been watching New Japan for a month. Mm-hmm. Maybe two. Yeah. So yeah, New Japan's awesome. Your favorite wrestler was Roman Reigns. I think he still is. He still is. Okay. But He's suspended he... right now, but you know. oh my god, yeah. Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> um, let's talk about let's talk about. So okay, so the Royal Rumble happened. Yes. And then we had two more. I guess you could call them interim pay per views. They don't. They never really have counted in, in a lot of people's eyes. There uh, there have been occasional times in the middle of the road to wrestlemania where things would change but more often than not it's belt switching that just means that one match that was already pretty obviously going to happen is going to be for the title instead there was the example when kurt angle was champion in 2001 where he lost the belt to the rock in the middle so they could do the rock versus stone cold but i mean that was also pretty obvious Mm -hmm. there's even when they do the changes it's because it seems obvious so there's not a lot of shock or anything like his wrestlemania is shaping up to be about where you thought it was going to be. Nakamura won the Royal Rumble, and yet here we are entering WrestleMania season where Roman Reigns is obviously going to be, I guess, closing out the show. I would imagine he Or is. maybe Ronda Rousey. I was thinking it would actually be... I think if they want to avoid Roman getting booed, they do possibly, Ronda. they do Roman and Brock first. How ballsy wow. would that be? No, I think they're going to Well, do... they have enough... They have the head... Well, the thing is, because with Ronda, they have a heavy f- featured match... That could draw the card along mm-hmm. beyond Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel that way it's not building up to where the audience is worn out, where you know they're going to let Roman have it. But also, if it's if they're not warmed up yet, they might be eager to boo. But it'd be, I guess, maybe in a less angry way, more in a, okay, yay, he's coming out, we can boo him now, which I think is better. <laughs> and everybody's forgetting, the last time Brock and Roman had their match, it was really good. It was. It was really, really good. So this match can end up being decent if people allow it to be. Well, it's not about... It's about... Okay, so he, he won the Elimination Chamber. Obviously. The first ever seven-man Elimination Chamber. And then 
I think the thank you, Jason Jordan, by the way. And now he's, you know, they're they're purposely letting Brock stay home so that to which put I don't heat think it's going to work. But well, it's kind of working because it people, was kind of working. Yeah. It was working in the sense that I'm enjoying the story. Yeah, yeah. It makes me like Roman. I think that kind of attitude from him is a lot better than the. And I already booked this because you know Brock's going to come out on this probably this next Raw. Mm-hmm. Roman suspended. Roman's going to come out. Oh, I think it'd be better they keep Vince guaranteed that Brock Lesnar is going to be there. I actually really hope that he's also not, not there, again. Be there again. I think that they need they could string it to where he's not there until the Raw before, if even at all. Yeah. I think it would be brilliant to just never have Brock Lesnar show up and then even have it on WrestleMania. You're not even sure if he's going to be there. Yeah, okay. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. And then at the very end of Raw, the right before he comes right, out right, and right. F5s him. But it puts more sympathy on Roman in the way where you relate to him more. He's doing a lot of me and the audience have the same kind of perspective. But then when Vince said he was suspended, everybody cheered. So it's still not. Yeah. It's, you can see the, the points of it that are working. And if this was a story with anybody else, everybody would be like, yeah, screw Brock. But now it's a story. Oh, it's 100% because people, they're trying to paint Brock Lesnar in a certain way, which is true. The reason why it's it could work is because everything they're saying about Brock Lesnar is not wrong. It's not wrong. Right. The problem is is that it's painting this picture like Brock Lesnar is Vince McMahon's boy and Roman doesn't like that. When whether it's accurate or not, I'm pretty sure it is, the knowledge is that Roman Reigns is also Vince it's McMahon's boy. boy. Yeah. So it's better because it kind of has some truth and some not truth in it. But the problem is that you don't believe it because you just can't accept that Roman Reigns is ever going to be one of us because you know that he's the anointed one. Which is such a thing. I mean, when Vince McMahon gave Drew McIntyre uh, a gimmick, which is the same thing, it's just he never said it out loud, was just that Roman Reigns is the chosen one. And so no one's going to cheer for it because he's Drew McIntyre. They will now. They might. Because he's awesome now. Yeah, actually, we, we completely skipped it. Uh, go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We also have a Twitter page and Instagram page. No, we have a Facebook page just for Nurses Square Circle, so go follow us there. Mm-hmm. And we have some new t-shirts coming out. Oh, yeah. So go buy some Nurses Square Circle t-shirts. They're pretty nerdy. Who doesn't Rus- like t-shirts? WrestleMania is in how many weeks? Three weeks. Less than four weeks. Four weeks. We just About three over. weeks from now, from today, yeah. So we uh, just went over our schedule for kind of schedule for wrestlemania weekend we are going to be really really busy yeah you guys should come hang out with us do you think that we're going to have any foreign listeners i know that we have yeah, we listeners some, in the area we got some listeners in england for sure so hopefully they'll come out and hang out with us so if anybody's coming um send an email to us and we'll actually try to get some kind of get together at one of the shows do you want to go over where we're going or you want to do that later uh, we'll do that when it gets closer. Okay. But we're going to most of all the big shows over the weekend. We're going to go to some smaller shows. Just every caliber of wrestling. Try, try. That's the great thing about it is that, or what I try to do is go to as many different promotions. That we're not going to be able to see things. normally. Exactly. Yeah. It's such a it's such a great environment. If you've never been to WrestleMania Which within the last few years, but this is a great WrestleMania for you to go to because of the variety of things. WWE... For all intents and purposes, even though they have a very obvious style, they really are an influx of a lot of different things. You can get a lot of what you want from wrestling, arguably, you know, comment section, attack me all you want. From WWE, they do a lot of, a big mixed bag of things, but now, particularly with WrestleMania, where you got from Ring of Honor and their partnership with New Japan, where two are the bigger companies, and Impact's going to be there, uh, not... 
for the first time, but I can't remember them doing like running an actual Impact show. They usually work with the WrestleCon. Mm-hmm. Most of their talent is represented where they'll do Impact matches with the WrestleCon Super Show or things like that. But they're throwing, they're doing their own show mm-hmm. this weekend too. So every you know, with Lucha Underground, with Lucha Underground, which just makes it like a a not like you can't miss that show now because yeah. you never get to see Lucha Underground guys. But then you got Progress, you got Shimmer, you got Rev Wildcat, Pro. Rev Pro. All, all kinds of evolve everything every promotion you can really Kaiju. think of i mean i guess maybe not pwg pwg is the only one but they're even though all own, their yeah. guys will be there over, yeah. is the only name i can think of that's not going to be there this weekend that weekend which is pretty crazy to think that that many wrestling promotions that much prominent amount of talent's going to be there last year everybody that is in on the nxt roster now was there yeah. and other promotions that's the, the weirdest thing is that two years ago when I was in Dallas, I saw Johnny Gargano talking about how he was doing an NXT show and then got to like go over a few blocks to do an Evolve show and how crazy, such an unprecedented time for wrestling it is because they're all there. So people just jump and people make surprise appearances at Which different shows. Which is like a, a weird... It's so weird. A weird thing that's happened at the last uh, Ring of Honor show. Austin Aries showed up at the end of it. Yeah. With his Impact belt and the, all the other belts that he I mean, he yeah, yeah. He, but he, it's the weirdness of, like, that's Impact's champion right there, and he just walked into a Ring of Honor show. Because the lines are all blurred. Well, apparently, they don't have a great relationship, Impact and Ring of Honor. Oh, no, but, they don't. What, um, would you would you not just assume that? Yeah. So this was all a Austin Aries thing of him asking, hey, can I go do this? And, of course, Impact and Don and all of them were like, yes. Please like, do. Like, go do that. Yes. <laughs> so... Um, that's the that's the kind of attitude man that their management has needed in a long time for a yeah. long time. The uh well well you're such a big New Japan fan. New Japan has kind of had highs and lows in its popularity. Mm-hmm. When Nakamura started doing his his Michael Jackson mm-hmm. thing was when they really started taking off. But before that, they've been around doing popular things, you know, the Hulk Hogan, Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, it's not yeah. like they weren't doing things with prominence over the last 20 years before that happened maybe 10 years ago or so. But a few around that time in i mean maybe 2010 or 11 i don't know exactly the time frame but impact used to have a working relationship with new japan that was back when they had okada and they were dropping him mm-hmm. out yeah and they were doing big anniversary shows and things where they were a joint venture and it never came off even half as well as the ring of honor partnerships it's i'm sure that does that probably rubs them it just well. feels like it's one company yeah. Like Ring of Honor and New Japan. It just feels like one company. When I'm thinking about even the lineup, the Ring of Honor is going to have Supercard of Honor. I'm like, who is the New Japan guys? Oh, yeah, I guess that guy's kind technically of a New, New Japan. Guy. Japan. I guess yeah. that guy's technically yeah. Ring of Honor. I don't know where CMLL is. They kind of have the short end of the stick and for, involved in their yeah. kind of three-way um, partnership. Well, Dragon uh, Lee. Mostly it's just the New Japan people go there. That's how the CML look, stuff looks. Until they do that one, like, two shows. Yeah. Uh, every few months with them but well, i was gonna say i mean a lot of their their, their young boys go there for excursion mm-hmm. to get yeah. um experience and things like that and you have guys like dragon lee and a couple of guys that make appearances but there. not really not really yeah it definitely is more of a ring of honor and new japan which we're gonna get to see um super card of honor so there has already been announced obviously cody and kenny omega that's mm-hmm. the main event i would assume everything is not fine that, how you how you feel about all that storyline? I don't going know. On? I'm still not over Marty Skrull's hair. The white? Yeah. 
I love it. Why is that when they hold you? Like, what? Well, I've I've dyed my hair white a few times in my life, and I was thinking about doing it recently, mm-hmm. and then I haven't because all of a sudden there's just this rash of all these guys. Dying. Well, Will Ospreay dyed his hair blonde first mm-hmm. last year because of chaos with uh, Okada, and it just seems like every month or so there's just another wrestler that's dyeing their hair blonde. I don't know. I just think it's weird. Uh, Marty is having a match with Dalton Castle. Mm-hmm. Chicken wing. It's going to be pretty great. Do you think Marty will win? I don't know. I don't know. Bring the Ring of Honor title back to Bullet Club? It's kind of weird. Storyline-wise, it can be a lot of things happening just because, you know, Marty will have the belt. But I like the, the, the belt f- on Dalton Castle. So. I, you like Dalton? Well, here's the thing about... I like Dalton. I love Dalton Castle. He's one of my favorite guys. Do you feel that the momentum is so with the Bullet Club, that the though? Be- yeah, I agree. Do you feel like the, that... If you feel that his championship reign is under is undercut by the Bullet Club stuff, then they need to put the belt with them. Here, here's the the thing. The main, Which I can't believe the I'm main event is not going to be the Ring of Honor belt. I know, and that's a problem. It's a Bullet Club. That was match. last year too, though. So, oh yeah, it was. It sure was. That's not unusual. It's just it goes, but it also feels like the world title hasn't been as strong as it used to be. Now, in the weirdness too, is that Dalton Castle has the belt and. Like it doesn't feel like it matters. It doesn't. Even, it doesn't That's what I'm saying. Like matters, so that so. makes me feel like he's going to drop it. Which I really like Dalton Castle, but he's more of the. Don't say it. What? But you're right. Doesn't. I don't even need to hear what you're I saying. I was going to say that it's more. It was better whenever he was chasing, trying to be a top guy. Baby faces a lot of times are like that. Yeah. Where Daniel Bryan, for example, I remember after he WrestleMania 30 is one of my best WrestleManias ever. But then the next show where he was fighting Kane, and Kane was like attacking him in the back of ambulances and things like that. And more people complaining about it. I was like, okay, if you thought that when Daniel Bryan became champion, the WWE is going to turn into where every pay-per-view had this hour-long athletic contest because their champion is now Daniel Bryan, that's not how they work. Mm-hmm. Your champion fits to whatever they want to do. So this is arguably a test to see how well Daniel will be able to serve you if he can survive this hokey, ridiculous main event that... That's kind of how it works. They don't cater to the world champion unless it suits them, I guess. And Dalton Castle is one of those guys where the story is so driven about him finally getting there that once he gets there, the movie's over. What do you do? What do you do next? You got to take it away from him. So I'm I'm not sure what's going to happen with the Ring of Honor stuff. So that's... See him it's Puckle the oddness. Come. See him Austin Aries will fight him for it. I don't know. No, Austin Aries is fighting the t- for the TV title for what's the the guy that has the TV title? He was on that sh- dating show. Yeah, I know Kenny King. Yeah, there you go. You don't like Kenny King. I don't. He doesn't do anything for me. Why not? I don't know. He was His match all- was good this uh, on uh, this last pay per view, and then of course on the New Japan side of things, they have the Japan Cup going on. Who do you think is going to win that? It I doesn't matter. They're not going to beat Okada. So. <sighs> no, it's not. They so, might not challenge Okada, but they usually do. They mm. usually challenge the the number. It's like the, it's, I guess, I remember when they were in the Royal Rumble a few years ago when they were still doing the, the EZW brand extension, Tommy Dreamer said that if he won the Royal Rumble, which was like, come on, that he would challenge for the ECW championship at WrestleMania because that was the title he wanted, which it's like, okay, I guess. They try to do that. They tried to make that title equivalent to the world and wwe title briefly while bobby lashley was ecw champion when undertaker won he came out and he faced all three world champions in wwe it was cena batista and bobby lashley and he got to pick one out of three so they always assume that you get a title opportunity but you get a world title opportunity you get 
the main belt opportunity, but I imagine if you wanted to fight for the Intercontinental title, well, I guess you could. Here's here's your choices for New Japan. It's Goto, which has the never open weight belt, Suzuki, which has the Intercontinental belt, and Okada. Well, he, yeah, yes. Yeah, those are the three belts you can challenge for. These are all heavyweights, so so mm-hmm. I'm keep trying to think about who would be a good match. Or the with. U.S. title. No, that wasn't on the list. Wasn't on the list. That was not on the list. Okay. One the little promo package for what well, I. Well, it's never been traditionally for the, that. That's a new title. That's those a new are title. The, those. I mean, but the never open weights only a few years old as as the Intercontinental yeah, but that, title. Those but they've always announced were that. in the promo package. But a long time ago, I mean, initially it was always just the world title. World title. Yeah. They added that to add more prestige to the other ones, even though no one's ever, I don't think, chosen those. So who I think is going to win is I have no idea. I want it like there's some people that I wanted to go. Ishii's already out. Yeah, and he was I first want... in the first round. Yeah, by Elgin, <laughs> which I like. But as soon as I saw that match, I'm like, oh, Ishii's got this. And then Elgin beat him. Ishii, he, he's I, I don't want to call him a good hand, but that's what hand. he is. But yeah. that's what he is. He's like one of my favorite New Japan guys. He is. He's my favorite New Japan. And guy. I get to see him live on WrestleMania. That weekend. was the most exciting yeah, thing but... about. Out of all the guys that are going to be there this weekend, he's the one. I mean, I really am still hoping, with my fingers crossed, that Okada is going to just randomly say, oh, yeah, I'm going to be there, too, even though I don't think he will. They yeah, would have Na- already announced Naito's it. Naito is the other one I was hoping to see, yeah. but it doesn't look like it. Um, Naito's out. He got yeah. put out by Zack Sabre Jr., and Zack Sabre Jr. is who I think is going to win mm-hmm. the whole thing. Oh, that would so, be my heart flutter. I love that man so much. I'm assuming he's going to win. There's been a lot of build up for Zack Sabre Jr. Because which one call it's been called? Taki. Takashi? No. He's in Suzuki Gun. He used to be in WWE. Oh, um, Taka Michinoku. Yeah. Um, he's been coming out and doing. Innovator of the Michinoku driver. Yeah. Pro. Building he's, him up as he's a He's been top doing guy. like Paul Heyman uh, yeah. speeches for him, which I can't understand any of it, obviously. Sabre. I, I totally get why WWE didn't want him because Sabre j- always wrestles. I don't like abbreviating his name as Saber. Zack Saber Jr. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, I don't know him. He wrestles every Zack Saber Jr. match is a Zack Saber Jr. match. Uh, he to an extent, to yeah, an extent. It is. But I mean, he, I can understand someone of his style not gravitating to the WWE because he's just not the WWE style. I think he would excel. Daniel Bryan did it. Daniel Bryan was a much more technical style wrestler. I mean, you could argue that Zack Saber Jr. is yeah. doing a really Good or poor, depending on your perspective, impression of Daniel Bryan. But then it's also his physique. He does not look like a wrestler. He looks like a soccer player yeah, more than anything. He, He's very gangly. If he was in WWE, he would have already been in like 205. Which but is I, not but I like that, though. Possibly. Is that, well, that's what I'm saying is that, I mean, I love all the He's guys on 205. He's a heavyweight in New Japan. He's a heavyweight in New Japan. He's 205 in WWE. Well, heavyweight. Because the light heavyweight weight is 225. So mm. if you're 215. If you're, if you get what I'm saying, is it's mm-hmm, like, like, mm-hmm. but then also like Blake Murphy's not 205. They, they fudge the numbers yeah, in WWE a lot. Well, the Young Bucks just moved up to heavyweights in exactly, New Japan. Yeah. So. so the, I was like, Nakamura and, and Tanahashi are yeah. barely heavyweights. Yeah. The Kenny Omega. But uh, I've seen Zack Sabre Jr. enough now that he's what I look forward to during WrestleMania weekend more than anybody. Because he just always steals the show, even though he may not look like. Someone you'd argue, I'm never not captivated by any match, especially in person. I got to go to the Cruiserweight Classic Finals. Mm-hmm. I was very upset that he did not ex- advance the I final. really like or Zach Sabre Jr., and I really think he's going to go. I think he's going to win, because mostly because I keep thinking about who's going to be a good match for Okada. 
mm-hmm. and an Okada and Zack Sabre Jr. match Would sounds awesome to me. It's not not only great, but it's also new. And yeah, fresh. exactly. Because Okada has had the championship for so long, and there's only so many people because he's already fought most of the you roster. You can't do Sonata. He just had a match with Sonata. Naito's already out. Him, Naito's he out. Naito's he did out. Ishii. He did Evil. Exactly. He's in a lot of the Evil's out with top guys. He's hurt right now. Um, and then most of the other top faces are either he's fought e- even longer ago. Tanahashi. Tanahashi, people like that. Mm. Or they're technically in the junior heavyweight division as far as names go. You can have him fight someone like Michael Elgin. Or which it, I Michael Elgin could could that could, could be a good match too. too. It's all about it, and anyone like that in this tournament, he'll probably fight as well. I don't think is, I don't think anyone that's going to win this tournament is going to beat Okada. I think Okada's keeping the belt another year. I, I think will, he's just going to keep the belt forever. Keep, yeah, I think so too. And it, I, we're, we're I'm two days behind on the the Japan Cup, so it might even change by the time you're listening to this. Yeah. But that's where I'm at right now on it. Uh, we're going to take a break, and we're going to try to talk about some of the happenings that's been happening with uh, WWE. Happening, happenings. Happenings, happenings. Lots of stuff in WWE. Less Roman Reigns, more Braun Strowman. Oh, okay. More... I want to talk about that. We'll actually. talk about all the things that I told you was going to happen yeah. that you told me was wrong. Okay, we'll be right back. Are you troubled by a lack of common interest in your social sphere? Do you experience feelings of nostalgic sentiment in your day-to-day life? Do your family or coworkers not understand your quotes, quips, or references? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up the phone and download the nerdiest professionals in the galaxy. Somewhat Nerdy Radio. Our nerdy and informative hosts are available 24 hours a day on your favorite podcast app to fill all your super nerdy needs. Good Good journey, journey, nerds. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio, Future Flicks with Billiam, and Nerds of the Squared Circle on iTunes, SoundCloud, your favorite podcast app, or stream us at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week, where your movie future is bleak and uncertain, comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi, I'm Billiam. On my show, I go over every movie that's coming out during the week so you don't miss a thing. I have a pick of the week so you will know which movie you just have to see, and I also go over news and trailers that caught my eye. So check out Future Flicks with Billiam each week on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast listening app. I'll see you in the future. All right, we're back. We were talking about it on the break, but let's continue this conversation. Um, you think Undertaker is coming back to fight Cena? Yes. For real. I've been saying I, Undertaker should have fought Cena at WrestleMania 30. I've been... They've protected that match for so long that... They, it almost can't happen to anymore. To not do it seems insulting because they purposefully kept them apart. They drafted Cena to Raw in 2005. He fought The Undertaker... They, it, it, they have paralleled they've been so associated with Cena's career even mm-hmm. though he they've never had a lot of interaction he had his first match on TV with Kurt Angle and then after that match he went backstage and the Undertaker who was said, WWE champion yeah, said yeah. like good job and like gave him a, shook his hand then a year later Cena was doing his thugonomics thing and he started doing this gimmick where now he's the Smackdown legend even though he'd been only been on TV for a year 
He was being all cocky and jerky. So then Undertaker and him had a feud based on Undertaker basically putting him in his place for talking like he was anything. And then since then, except for, I think they had like in 2007, they had an inter-promotional Raw Super Show thing where they had Cena versus Undertaker. And then in 2009, they had a weird SmackDown versus Raw tag team mix-up thing where they were partners. And other than those two incidents... And, oh, okay, then there was, I guess he he was teaming with one, one more. So that's three in 20 years, right. almost, you know, or 10 years of interactions with each other as two of the biggest names in the in the company. I it's still pretty don't crazy. Think it's, I still don't think it's going to happen. But, but they just it, acknowledged it, it on TV. I know they're acknowledging it, but I it's what you just said. I hope they have the balls to promote this, promote this, promote this, and it not happen. Well, it would be so, I, it's a, it's a show where they have, they've been using Lesnar for a while. Whether Lesnar signs or not, mm-hmm. they think of him as a bankable commodity, whether he draws or not. I'm, I, I, it seems that he does. He does, so. And now they also have Ronda Rousey, which, mm-hmm. regardless of how you feel like that's going or not, they have two outside the norm of promotion to draw. The idea of a WrestleMania without Undertaker for the first time in a very long time seems it's an odd thing. is a bold thing to do. But they could do in the sense that they have Lesnar and Ronda Rousey to try and push that as the thing beyond their normal market. That's what WrestleMania has always become. Last year they had Goldberg mm-hmm. and Lesnar because it draws people that don't normally watch wrestling, poster. the kind of thing. Yeah. How do you put Undertaker on the poster if he's not going to be in an official match? Do you have I, I was saying that it's possible that you could have Cena say, like Undertaker not respond, and then Cena say, Well, I'm just gonna be there and I hope you show up, and then they can show Cena throughout the show in the Waiting. audience eating popcorn, and then all of a sudden the gong goes off and then they have a confrontation that's not a match. But that seems like a lot of fluff and fanfare just to get around the idea that they don't want to have a match. Why even bring it up at all? So and then now there's the new rumor with uh Kid Rock that the Undertaker's can come back as the American Badass. Which is so... I never... I didn't even think about that. I saw the video package, which I can... Mm. I've seen Kid Rock so many times in my life only because of WWE. I've never wanted to see a Kid Rock concert. Not at all. And it keeps happening. And the best part is that, like, when he did his montage at WrestleMania 25, where he just sang a bunch of Kid Rock songs, which I'm sure he'll do again this year, Mm -hmm. Mm. which... Do you know what it says... That it makes me want to say out loud the sentence, I'd rather have Flo Rida. Wow. <laughs> what that means wow. to my soul. But they don't, they cut out all of his stuff. Most of the times when they use his music, he's one of the only artists that they, like, if you go on the network, when you go watch, like, if you watch all the stuff where they, they Undertaker the is got the Kid Rock music, it's not Kid Rock stuff because they don't have it. So if he's got such a great working relationship with him, I don't know why, since they don't. They're never they're, able to use any of his music all later. Songs now, they're playing so. them all now. So I knew he was going in the Hall of Fame when I saw like they did the Ronda Rousey Kurt Angle video package promo and they were using a different Kid Rock song. Oh, I didn't even pay it was the one from WrestleMania 30, not from this year. Which again, WrestleMania 30, the Kid Rock was the theme song, and I go to WrestleMania enough that I get excited about like the road trip and putting on thematic music, and I always really get into whatever the theme song of the show is. And the last few years. I mean, Greenlight last year at least was catchy. It was bad, but it was catchy. Isn't I don't. There, like, I don't some, want like K-pop band. Like I don't want to put Kid Rock on a mixtape again. You know, I will, how much I will never use that sentence. What's the top five? Like, if you had to name all the bands that WWE loves based on how much they use them, you got Kid Rock, Papa Roach, Papa Roach, <laughs> uh, Shine Down, Limp Biscuit, Limp Biscuit, 
saliva. So it's like this a bunch of it's 90s. Like man, <laughs> yeah. you know. And that's the thing is that at least in like 2001, Kid Rock was super prominent in pop music. Mm. I don't know if he is anymore. He, I mean, maybe he is and I just don't realize it. He's apparently been, like a country singer now. You know, so. I've been to enough Kid Rock concerts, but they were always wrestling shows that just turned into Kid Rock concerts. So I don't know what his draw is now. So anyway. I haven't been to CPR Fest or anything um, recently. Undertaker. John yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, last year when he was doing the stuff with The Miz and Nikki Bella and Maurice. Right. Where they were saying bitch because it was WrestleMania season where you're allowed to say bitch. That went to Roman this year. Mm-hmm. Who will it be next year? He mentioned that he didn't want to fight the Miz. He was saying that he didn't have enough pull. If I would he had rather pulled, be in the ring. He would rather be in the ring with the Undertaker. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I do think that I thought that he was going to lose again, maybe in WrestleMania again. I said that last year was like he'll fight Undertaker, he'll fight John Cena next year, and then he'll retire in New Orleans. The fact that they never announced him for the Hall of Fame. If he if he really isn't never if he really is decidedly not going to wrestle, why is he not in the Hall of Fame this year? Because he's not sure. Because he's not sure. Because because he is sure. Because they they want to. And Cena's right. Um, his wife is posting pictures of them mm-hmm. working out. Because I went to go look it up. And yeah, they, it's not like you see the back of him. Oh, I already, yeah, I already yeah. saw. Yeah, that was like around Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. People thought that he was going to come out at the, the Royal, Royal Rumble. Rumble. Well, every pay per view now, everybody's like, "Oh, he's going to mm-hmm. come out and mm-hmm. he's going to attack John Cena." Yeah. Even well, I thought what it thing. was going to be in this. Last it's weird. One. That's his thing. Like it's like his surprise return is is his thing where mm-hmm. he just he goes away. And then the lights go out six months later, randomly during some match, and that's like, oh, that's that guy's fighting Undertaker now. So let's go with the two pay per views that we haven't talked about really. Um, so the Elimination Chamber was the Elimination oh, okay. Chamber. Fastlane was really good. Fastlane was really. good. I was actually kind of surprised I, about Fastlane. I need to get better wrestling viewing friends because mm-hmm. I get so distant. I I'm such I like I'm so enthralled with wrestling mm-hmm. still. Anytime any wrestling is on, I find myself not paying attention to anything else that's going on, even if I should be. And but I get really distracted when people aren't invested. It's why I like going to NXT shows as opposed to main roster shows, just because while I understand WWE's affinity to, you know, making money. Imagine that. The when you're in an environment with hardcore fans where everyone at a show is invested in what's happening, it's hard for you not to be completely confused as to why they aren't catering to that specific demographic and nothing else. You go to an NXT show and everybody is invested in everything that's mm-hmm. happening because they're there to see wrestling. They're not there because their friend said, hey, you want to go to a wrestling show? And they're like, oh, oh whatever. Fun. Or their kids want to go. You know, you go to Money Not Raw and half the audience are parents who don't know what this is because their kids are, are, are watching. And then their kid goes to yell and their dad goes, shh. Be quiet. We're you know you're in public. Behave. That kind of stuff. Like that does contribute to the overall energy of the show. So when I'm watching it at home, it's 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 disenchanting when you're watching with a bunch of people and they're all on their phones or they're just they're not invested in the product the way they used to be just because it's not captivating them the way I guess because I all everyone in my family or like all even though they they don't act like they're hardcore wrestling fans at heart and that they like anytime I watch a pay per view now it's usually followed up by someone who's like can we like watch like Eddie Guerrero versus Dean Malenko or something what? instead. They always want to bring up something else that they don't. They don't want to watch the current product. Mm. So I find myself hard to appreciate it because the whole time I'm watching it, I'm just hearing nothing but people talking about how it's not as good as it used to be. Ah, uh, no, Fastlane was good. So I have to rewatch it. And I was and yeah. I was thinking it was like it really was a lot it better than it felt show. like it was. Yeah, it was a really good show, and I watched it twice so far. 
I don't know why. I, I really I like Shinsuke Nakamura versus Rusev. Which I like anything Rusev's in right now. Well, so. well it was they it paced, was a good match. They paced that match yeah, really well. Mm. It was by Nakamura the number. It looked more like Nakamura in that match. But what's weird though is that it felt if you look at it on paper though the way that match is laid out it was not that different from his matches with Dolph Ziggler mm-hmm. or even with Ginger Mahal. Mm-hmm. Yet it felt so much better, and I don't know if that's because Dolph and Jinder were not nearly as over as Rusev is now, or if that just shows that Shinsuke Nakamura really shines in that not a I'm the good guy, find the bad guy, but in a face-versus-face competitive. You think mm-hmm. about all of his best stuff from NXT when he's fighting Sami, Sami Zayn, yeah. which really well, his stuff with Finn Balor was really popular, and even when he was fighting Samoa Joe, who was a heel... Like I was saying at NXT, over. no one was booing yeah. Samoa Joe. Everyone's cheering. You know, Samoa Joe is one of those weird, ferocious he- heels that no one's ever booing. They they're cheering him, and you're but while he's got the grimace on his face, kind of stuff. So Nakamura, it's a good sign that he'll be well received when he's fighting AJ Styles at WrestleMania. And I'm glad that they're playing it that way too. Yeah, they're not trying to turn one of them right now, Mm-mm. which would be way too late and stupid. Um, and it wouldn't work. It. it wouldn't work. Both these, the crowd was fifty-fifty every single time they go out there. I mean, I have my fantasy ideas. Like, I would love. I I always think of wrestlers to where I think like people that wouldn't make sense being heel, just having them turn heel and Paul Heyman's with them for no reason at all. Mm-hmm. And I think Nakamura would be amazing with nice. a Paul Heyman. Like people who like like I think I don't mind the Nakamura uh, promo issue, which I think should be addressed in the sense that if people give to Roman Reigns or anybody else about a non-compelling promo. It's not fair to not say it to someone like Oscar or Nakamura if mm. there are limitations, but that's because of what they're giving it to him. I don't think there's anything wrong with catering to someone's limitations. They do with Brock Lesnar. Brock mm. Lesnar doesn't talk doesn't because talk he thinks all. that he sucks, so he makes sure that Paul Heyman talks. I don't know why they can't do those kinds of things with other people. I don't think that the Oscar stuff or the Nakamura stuff is bad. I really don't like the way Alexa Bliss handled her heat with Oscar on Raw. I don't like when you kind of, I don't like that undercut kind of stuff where you basically make fun of someone where you're not allowed to really hate the person's what they're saying. You're kind of going, yeah, jab, jab. Like what Jinder Mahal did with Nakamura last yeah, exactly. year. I hate that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. But I thought Fastlane was really good. I thought the Ruby Riot match, while it was, there were a lot of miscues in it. There was. Overall, I thought it was a lot better than I expected it to be. It was It was actually really good. And then Asuka came out and challenged Charlotte just like I told you that she was, even mm. though you kept telling me that. No. No. They, it was... It's not. I didn't tell you that. WWE told me that. And I was just repeating what they said on Raw. Until the graphic exists, then it, it, it's not this happening. Um, what other match was that? Bobby Roode and Randy, Randy Orton. Randy Orton, which was really which good. Which was good. Uh, I Randy Orton's like it matches w- are not always good, and this They're one not. was good. So. Which doesn't... It's so weird to think that someone can be so inconsistent while also being arguably the most consistent worker mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Yeah. There's not one Randy Orton match where you're like, oh, well, he wrestled differently in that one than he did the no. last one. No, he always he does always the same the stuff. Same thing. There's just a level of caring that I think he goes into his matches sometimes. Mm-hmm. His promos, too. It's the joke online, but it's true that sometimes it looks like he's about to fall asleep yeah. in his promos. Where he's just reading a cue card. That's what they told me to say. So this is what I'm going to come out here and say. Yeah. Word for word. But it works. But it works He's for such him. a paint by numbers wrestler. Yeah, he is. But I think that's why his level Bobby Roode worked really well, too. Because Bobby Roode is such an old school, mm-hmm. arguably just stole everything Triple H did, except for the pedigree, in-ring-wise style. That's why I feel like he really is a better heel, because he seems like the kind of guy that would work over a body part, which is such a heel kind of mm-hmm. tactic. 
because you know you're not supposed to be getting heat if you're a baby face but they're so old school that the fact that it was chin locks and very slow pace didn't hurt because you expected it because you knew where both guys were coming from. Whereas when Randy fights someone like Seth Rollins, you expect him to take it up a speed notch or something like that. Mm-hmm. So then when they don't, you're, it feels underwhelming. So Orton won the U.S. belt, which makes him a Grand Slam champion, As which Ms. is kind of weird. So. In the club that doesn't require you to wear leather jackets and mm. make hand gestures like it's the <laughs> 90s, which I thought was pretty great. It was pretty great. And then there was the five-way belt for the... Six-way. Six-way. Because six Cena. Yeah, Cena. Because Cena. Yeah. Cena has not won a match in some time. Yeah. That's weird. It's very weird. I think... It's, it's the story they're building with He beat with Elias right on Christmas, and I think that was the last time he won a match on TV. Sure. Is that true? It might be. No, he beat AJ Styles again in that match. So he, he had a big win against AJ Styles a few weeks ago. But, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, he did. He did. That's right. But yeah, that match was really good. They're doing the Shane and I Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn storyline. The storyline that that, that will never end. It, yeah. just, it keeps feeling like it's a weird story in that things keep happening where you where if it was any other group, that would be the end of it. And then they would they would just move well, on. I like the, the kind of what they did on this week, because this week Shane came out and said, hey, y'all two have a match at WrestleMania. And instantly I'm like. I don't want to see a match between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And that's like, we've seen that. Yeah. And then Kevin and Owens and Sami Zayn come but, out and go, we're not doing that. Yeah. They didn't outwardly say that you got the gist of it. Cause Kevin was hugging on Sammy afterwards and they both double teamed. Exactly. They, it's a much more subtle feud than it seems like it, it needs to even exactly. be, if that yeah. makes sense, because there's so much drama. It's a overtly weird in it. weirdness that it's, this obviously shouldn't be the main storyline of SmackDown, but yeah. it has been the main storyline of SmackDown. But it's my favorite part of SmackDown. So do you think... So this is what I think, storyline-wise, I think might happen. Okay. Which, if it does happen, is going to blow up the internet. Is that Daniel Bryan's going to come out next week, and he's going to accost Sami Zayn and Kevin for what they did. And either he's going to turn heel right there... And re- and say that that he wanted them to do that, Good and that job. they're all together, yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Or that'll happen sometime on the line. Or they're gonna beat up Daniel Bryan too. And then the way you protect Daniel Bryan and make sure that he doesn't leave his contract is you do a tag team match of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens against Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan. And the only reason I'm saying that is because the only other alternative I can see is a triple threat between Sami Zayn. I mean, I guess they could do a handicap match against Shane. But how is this how, triple how threat? <laughs> well, because okay, so you've got well, Miz, the triple threat would turn into that anyway. You got well, that's what I'm saying is that you got Miz versus Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins in a triple threat yes. match. You've got what looks like Bobby Roode versus Randy Orton versus Jinder Mahal, which I'm hoping Rusev in a triple put threat. You've got oh, that could work. Uh, I'm thinking you've got Rusev. the tag team match yeah. between the um the Usos and the New Day against the Bludgeon Brothers, probably yeah, in a triple threat match. It just seems like everything is. Triple threats, and that's too many. I think one is enough. You can't do you can't do more than two triple threat mats on a show. Braun Strowman's gonna fight the bar. Yeah, I love that so much. I love that idea. (laughs) As soon as it happened, as soon as he came out, I'm like, "Oh, who's his partner gonna be?" I was like, "He doesn't have a partner." Yeah, that is perfect. Let him win the belts. I am the tag team champion. Yes, and that'll be his gimmick for the next year. Sure, tag team. He can do that forever. Well, I people complain that they buried the tag division when. Braun beat up. Braun won by himself. You're, like you're thinking about it one, wrong. You're thinking, you're thinking about, about it wrong. Exactly. Yeah. Is that Braun won is not a man. He's a monster. Is is that he's kind of in a bubble. Mm-hmm. Like no one gets hurt by being destroyed by Braun because they've turned him into such a unstoppable, unstoppable thing. In the thing. First it's place. like the Undertaker yeah. thing, which I people complained about that too. Where 
you know, even now Undertaker comes out and he destroys everybody. He's like, hey, way to put over the new roster by really... It's, it's, like, yeah, but that, it he, it's in a bubble. No one ever thinks like, oh, you got beat up by the Undertaker. It's like, yeah, everybody oh, gets beat was? up by the Undertaker. Yeah. Exactly. It's the same thing. Uh, you know, does it make Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows look like the team we hoped they would when they signed away from New Japan? Well, they never have, No, so. but it's not like without that thing with Braun that they were already looking strong. And Carl Anderson was the one that lasted the longest and got the look good at the great, end, yeah. so. So, and I think that's better than a big multi-man tag match, honestly. Anyway, it's interesting. It's more interesting. And the idea of Braun, not only, because if he, if that match happens, Braun is winning. And he's going to be yeah, the one. Yeah. He's going to be one man holding two belts. Mm-hmm. And then periodic pay per views, you just have Braun Strowman in all these handicap matches yeah. for the tag team championship, which is awesome and perfect. I mean, I guess you could throw someone in there with him eventually, but <sighs> I don't even my know. dream of partner was James Ellsworth, which they're not going to be able to do now. And that's the only thing about Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Is that, <laughs> come on, Braun, Braun Strowman and what James if, Ellsworth as tag team champions. What if he comes back for WrestleMania? And oh tag wow, teams with no, that's not going to happen. That'd be hilarious. That'd be awesome. I really want Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn to be tag team champions. I do too, and I don't want them to break up before that happens. I thought them not doing it now. I don't think it's going to happen for a while. I think this is more pushing them towards being stronger together. You can. I'm dr- hoping. Yeah, I really like the idea of them turning. It seems like a crazy thing, but the truth is, is that he's not the draw. So you can do anything with Daniel Bryan's character. I don't like the idea of never turning anybody heel. I do think it's stupid that they won't turn Roman heel and they won't turn Cena heel, but they would turn a, Dan, a general manager, Daniel Bryan, yeah, heel. Exactly. But I know he could do it and yeah, do it well. definitely could. And I think that that would add a whole dimension to SmackDown if they had a, a heel, heel Daniel, Daniel Bryan, Bryan aligning with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I just don't know if they have the gumption to do that, especially with the shakeup coming. Yeah. That's what that means. I'm guessing Finn Balor or Seth Rollins. The only thing about Seth Rollins, which is a stupid thing, is, again, the merch. He's got a Monday Night Rollins shirt. So how does he switch brands? Yeah, but... You know, but I think... I'd Finn love for Finn and AJ Rollins, to be on the same brand. Finn or Rollins on SmackDown, they are instantly at the top of the card. Yeah. So... I don't know. I don't know and what's going to As much happen as I there. like where he is, I think that they're going to put AJ on Raw. They were going to do it last year, and then yeah. they last second changed their mind. I mean, there's been rumors behind the scenes that, that Vince has been dying to get AJ on to uh, Raw just because, I mean, he really likes him. And which because is he's doing so well that they're like, oh, we need to put him on Raw. Because everybody Cause knows that, it's the A's show. Yeah. <laughs> so. Miz did really well, so what do they do? They put him on Raw. That's how good doing, of a job he did. They put him good, on Raw. So. I know. It's a weird thing to say you're proud of a stranger who has been doing something for so long, and but it's just like, he's it really can... turned his image around in the last year. <sighs> year last two years. Yeah, yeah. Because when he was Intercontinental, after he, the, the one where Zack Ryder won the Intercontinental title, and then Miz won it the, the next night, night after, yeah. he was still, I don't want to say a joke, but no one was was loving The Miz. He had that fatal four-way where it was him, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and Kevin Owens. Yeah, I remember that. And everyone, I remember people said, that match was so awesome. And The Miz was even in it. And mm. it was still awesome. He still had that kind of like, he was, it was, uh, matches he's in that are good or like good in spite of him being there. And no one has that kind of talk about At him all. now. Even though he's still not. Nothing different. A strong worker to the degree where yeah. you go like, Miz is in the match, it's going to be awesome. But he's such a strong character and presence that you don't, Think of, oh, Miz is going to have a match. He's in a triple threat with Finn Balor and Seth Rollins, and everyone's like, that match is going to be it's awesome. It's going to be awesome. And that's a, a good Nothing for him. Nothing would have happened three years ago. Yeah, you know. And that's only if he's there, too, because his wife is going to have a kid. His Her due date's two days before WrestleMania. Oh, wow. He'll do it. 
that's what I said. I said it's no Miz. matter what, you will he will be there if his wife has the baby that morning. He'll be there that night. The only person I can think of that's more dedicated to this kind of stuff, just from the fact that he brings it up all the time, is that he's Zach never Ryder. gone. Is that he is no? Is John Cena? Oh. John Cena is the only other guy that would be like John Cena would go to work while his baby was being born. Because yeah, he I was mean, supposed there's, to. There's, that seems heartless, that's but that's do, just no. that's what you're supposed to do. The conventional wisdom. I took off work to go, yeah. you know, see my baby being born. But uh, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and start closing out the show. But there's there's been a lot of good wrestling. You excited for WrestleMania? I'm excited for WrestleMania. I am. I am. I think there's gonna be. I think it's they have. Did some that good Ronda Rousey, Stephanie McMahon? We Samoa forgot all about that. Freak you out? Scare you? It kind of did. Yeah. Because it looked... I thought she was going to do an uh, F5 at first. Oh, that would be so Would have been awesome. She should have just done that. Um, so, I forgot to mention, this was also why I knew Asuka was going to fight Charlotte. Is because Asuka is now on SmackDown. Yeah. So, you keep yeah, Asuka yeah, yeah, from Ronda Rousey. And then you build up to Ronda versus yeah. Asuka for WrestleMania next year. Um, that should... If that's not already the long-term booking, it damn well should be. I would imagine it would be. Unless it, Ronda just turns out to not be very good in the ring and they keep having to fix well, things around her they'll fix things around her they they'll will protect her but well, i don't she know signed a, a three-year deal so they need to do something with her well for they three can years. put her in um i still think they even if they don't bring up all four they can bring up shana baszler and put them in a tag team kind of thing too you can have them fight sasha and bailey and then have them eventually turn on each other yeah which needs to happen soon which i'm surprised that hasn't happened already sasha Banks should be champion on raw as a heel i like alexa bliss i'm loving the stuff with nia Jax. i didn't i didn't think that i would How did they turn nia Jax into a face all of a sudden well it's also like so in 2000 a long time ago it doesn't matter when it was when michelle mccool was women's champion she had a feud with mickey james where they made fun of her for looking fat wow now part of the problem with that is that mickey james looked then the way like she, does she does now, now. so yeah. she was not fat she just didn't look like michelle mccool who sometimes looks frightening yes this was also during the Kelly Kelly era. Right, right, right. It was not well received from at imagine least from the that. internet community. But it's but I've always kind of thought that like whenever if you if you find out about a celebrity you know saying something you don't like in real life, I understand people being offended by that, even if I think it's stupid and you should get over it. I get it at least. When a character on a show says something and the character is a bad guy and they say something that you're not supposed to like, and people get upset about it. I don't understand that at all. Which is, you know, they're supposed you're not supposed to like you're not them. Supposed to like, like they're them. bad guys. So, but that didn't come off that way. Somehow, even though I still think Alexa Bliss has that little bit of a, she comes off too much like a realistically nasty girl. Which is so weird because in real life she's like the the nicest, nicest person, person yeah. ever. But like this, like case in point, the stuff she did with Bailey last year yeah. did not go over. She yeah. kind of called her a child, which you could instinctive reaction should be, well, that's not true. Like shut her mouth, kind of thing. Which it just didn't come over that way. It would be very easy to see Nia Jax is not as like that. They're just making fun of her weight, but then you don't give any sympathy to her. But it's not coming off that way. It's yeah. coming off like. Screw that little girl. I hope Nia Jax murders her. And she's the monster. And you're building sympathy the way that they want to do with Roman Reigns, but have not been able to in years. In three weeks, have been able to build. And she's actually cousins with Rock. I know. She's a better Samoan, I guess. Um, And in closing, my last question for you. How do you feel about the the Battle Royale being called uh, the, the Fabulous Moolah? Now, forgive my ignorance. I did not know anything about 
any of that Sylvia Fabio stuff. I did because I read an article a few years ago. So. I know she was. Um, I never thought. I don't think if it's as weird, just in the sense that she was a Hall of Famer and she still is a Hall of Famer. Yep. They aren't going to retract her ring because no. of that. They still have the Ultimate Warrior Award, and people have accosted Ultimate Warrior for doing things. Yeah. Their accusations. I'm not saying it's not horrible, and it does sound horrific. I just don't think it doesn't surprise me. I don't yeah. know the words. Like I don't. I'm kind of numbed. It's it's like. I want to start thinking about WWE's associations with things outside of the world. I, I can't because then I'm going to not watch it anymore. Yeah, I exactly. have to kind of it's just I just pretend ter- it's not true. It's full of terrible people. Yeah, it's that full do of a lot of bad things, stuff, yeah. which I, I don't like I to admit. I wasn't instantly pulled back from it. I was kind of like when I first heard about it because I did read an article a few years ago about her, and I'm like, oh, well, no reason WWE doesn't talk about her. Yeah. But then I saw her in like a promo about women. And I'm like. Oh, well, I guess they do. Whatever, you know. And yeah. it, it never really set in stone to me, like, how bad of a person she might have been. And then when they announced it, of course, millions of articles got written. And I yeah. started reading stuff. I'm like, I can't believe WWE did this. Yeah. It's kind of mind-boggling. Well, I haven't really read into the details of Don't. a lot of it. Because then, then I'll be very upset. You would probably be very upset. But I'm also someone that still watches Chris Benoit matches because I I'm able to suspend. Watch tons of Chris Benoit matches, yeah. and you will still probably not like that. This is called. This is the. This is almost the equivalent of them calling it the Chris Benoit WrestleMania Battle Royal. It really is. But see, what that's what I'm saying is that, and this might sound horrible to some people, is that if they had a Chris Benoit Memorial Battle Royal, I would not bat an eye at it. I would go. I probably wouldn't. Either. Yeah. yeah. But do you see what I'm saying? Is that yeah, because I, I don't think of it. I think of it as once I'm immersed, I'm immersed or I'm immersed. Once I, WWE I, gets turned on, that's the show. And anything yeah. that happens was the actors you know? outside of yeah. it. It's different. I, I, agree, I agree with that. I still watch it that the president is the reason why ZZ Top hosted Monday Night Raw. That happened. And we let it happen. And we've accepted and still watch the company. So if that can happen, I don't see why we should be surprised by anything else. I, I, think, I suggested that too. When... Uh, we were saying that there's too many women on the roster. As I heard, someone's like, "It's almost like they saturated the the roster with women for for the Royal Rumble, and now they don't know what to do with all of them. Yeah. That they have too many, to, and there's it's too prominent of a story for them to not have women featured. But there's too many of them that they had to do a battle royal. Yeah, and I thought, well, they got not, none of them would have been on the show. Are they going to do two battle royals? Yes, they're doing two. Is that official? That's official. Wow. Yeah. I guess the men's one's going to be on the I mean, pre-show. The battle royal. I mean, the WrestleMania is like seven hours long now, so no, I, know. I mean, they have enough time to do it. But just it's in, just it's just crazy to think that there's one show that's going to have two battle royals on it. Mm-hmm. Two that's shows a, in one year. Yeah, and possibly every year. Well, they're going to have that ridiculous what ninety man Royal Rumble in uh, somewhere in the Middle East. Oh, in right? uh, Australia. Is it, is it Australia, Australia or is it India? I think it's India. Is it India? Yeah, they're, they're not, not televising it, it either. No. Are they going to televise that? Probably not. They might put it on the network. So anyway, we are Nerds to the Square Circle. Thank you for joining us. you got any other questions for us, send us an email or drop us a line on the website at someonenerdy.com or our Facebook page, Nerds of the Squared Circle. We have our own Facebook page, so go check us out there. Oh, if you are on iTunes, please leave us a review. Five stars. Give us all the reviews. Whatever podcast app you're using, actually. Just go ahead and leave us a review. Um, we will join you next week. We'll try not to miss any more weeks and have no more kids and until we have more kids. It's going to happen, though. Yeah. Say goodbye, Sam. Goodbye, Sam. And I've been Snarf Chris, and we will see you next week. Bye.